We're a few minutes late, but let's talk about it, man. Speak your feelings with Barfeezy, episode one. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. This is, it's Babbles, but it's Speak Your Feelings with Barfeezy. You feel me? We back, man. A little bit late, but always great, man. Episode three on set, live and in the flesh. Love Deposit Studios. Jojo, how you feel, bro? The job is important. It pays your bills, but the job should not be more important than you. You gotta give yourself fifteen minutes. I'm so appreciative of this, bro. To be here, I feel like I'm doing something. Okay, we're looking good. Now, do I only feel like I'm doing something? I feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You're taking them steps, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean? Call in. 940-290-0801. And you ain't got to talk behind my back. You know my number. Call me. Because mm. I heard they said I wouldn't be in the team. And just like that. The pressure is on, Jojo. The pressure is on. The pressure is on. And we are live. I'm going to edit privacy and make it public. Yes, we need that. And we are live, man. Episode 8. Speak your feelings with me. I am your host, Berfeezy, man, and we are live in the Love Deposit Studios. Let me scoot over to my mic. And we are live in the Love Deposit Studios. I have my host, Jojo. And I'm feeling blessed, man. I feel rushed. I, I, I was doing a lot, man. I was doing a lot, y'all, trying to, trying to get her... In case y'all wondering what's going on with the new setup, uh, we have a guest here. I was late on my guest. Oof. But, you know what I mean? She was understanding. Is a mic, is a mic blocking my face? You know I'm handsome. I got my hair cut. You know what I mean? We ain't trying to do all that. Um, I'm good. Okay. Okay. I like, I like it. It's looking. It's look, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Yeah, you can even come up a little bit more. You do. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah get comfortable. Amen. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, you know, I try not to smoke before my shows. Yeah. My my tensions is you know, but but God is good, so I'm good. Yes. You know what I mean? Amen. Welcome, y'all. I miss you guys, man. That's the problem. I ain't been with my people. I ain't been able to get no love. I haven't talked to nobody in weeks. You know what I mean? It just been I just been talking to my family and my loved ones, and uh, I appreciate everybody for reaching out to me. Burfees, when you going back on? When is the show? Um, you know what they was asking me, JoJo? How's Harmony? How's she doing, man? Yeah. You got that. You got love out there, JoJo, man. Yeah, they, you know that. what I mean. Folks who who know me and don't know you, they was they was asking about it. What's what's going on? But Harmony is fine. She's well. She's back at home. JoJo is fine. He's well. We are here, man. Uh, live for my season finale, y'all. I'm in, I'm on show eight. I told JoJo I'm gonna uh, close out on this episode for the year, and we are going to plan uh be more efficient in our planning for season two so we're gonna come back in 2022 in a new season um i got i have my first in-studio guest that i'm gonna be bringing on in a second um 
uh what else y'all i've been i've been doing so much jojo had the first annual fatherhood over every hood march that i participated in i was so inspired by that man uh a, a group of black men got together and and, and it was number love and nobody number love. love man your brothers I, I ain't never seen before i ain't never met before from all over uh dallas metroplex we had folks there from oklahoma and it was all love man it was all hugs daps laughs smiles number brothers we had of course it wouldn't be none a few women was there to support us and do the stuff that we needed behind the scene that jojo needed and um i just been really inspired you know what i mean during this during this all time what i'm what i'm missing, no, you ain't missing none. I, uh, wanna, I don't want you to breeze through that i want to say thank you okay you know what i mean for braving that cold you know what i mean uh, oh yeah, stuff, that wind, that wind tried to hike up. It was cold. A lot of people didn't show up because of that. If you notice, it was the coldest that morning that it had been. Period. For right? Real, like so, when you woke up and you shared that flyer, bro, like I'm going to stand next to JoJo today. Mm-hmm. I was like my brother, you know. So I just want to say thank you to you and the men that came out no, and shoulder to shoulder with us, bro. For real, man. Don't skip uh, over that, man. I'm glad I, I'm glad I was there. I'm glad I was able to be there. I'm glad you invited me. And you know what I mean? Like you say, it'll go through your head, man. Like when you think of something and you want to do something, it's like, just like today, everything is going to come at you. When you, when you want to do it, it was cold. I was in the warmth of my house and I heard it. And I heard how cold it was. That wind was hitting so hard, Jojo. (laughs) You know what I mean? I heard how cold it was, but I was like, I, you know what I mean? I was in the mindset was, what if JoJo gonna be out here by, by himself? You know what I mean? I can't let my brother stand out here by himself. I gotta go. It don't, you know what I mean? So, yeah, bro, I'm glad. Everybody that was out there had a little bit of love in their heart for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, so bro. So, um, appreciate you. Um, let me see. What else? I had another quick lesson I was gonna teach. Not, not getting too comfortable. You know what I mean? In our success. Um, I was going without a haircut. My whole family, I got three boys at the house. We um we didn't have a haircut for a few weeks and uh we were looking rough. I just got my haircut today, is why part of the reason I was running a little late. We were looking rough, y'all. And I cut my um I have a four-year-old. I cut his her with the ease. I, I faded him up and he jumped, you know, he jumped in the chair. He don't know no bad. He loved his daddy. I had I went and bought me some clippers. And I and I did a great job. You know what I mean? I used to cut my hair when I was in school, when I was in high school. I ain't cutting up my hair by 15, 15 years. And I, I did a decent little job to my 14-year-old who who knows like daddy doesn't cut her. He came downstairs and he was like, Dad, you, you did a decent job to where he was inviting. He was like, okay, I'm gonna let you fade me up, Dad. You I like how you did my little bro. Like, you know what I mean? And, and I got too comfortable in my success of the first haircut. I messed my my old <laughs> I messed my oldest son up and and went up too high and and he was like dad <laughs> I trusted you bro <laughs> but what I want to say y'all is that don't get comfortable in and because you you up you know what I mean you you doing great and um you you feeling don't get the feeling yourself when it comes to success and um always be 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 eager to learn always be humble enough to submit yourself to another lesson to another 
You know what I mean? Just don't be up high enough to where you you not you stop learning. You know what I mean? And that was a quick lesson that I wanted to just give y'all real quick. And um that I learned just just Monday that I, I was like, I'm gonna share this on the show because I, I sure thought I can breeze through this this haircut. And uh, but I I, I could have and I did the first one, but I got too hyped and got too antsy and got you know what I mean. I, I got up a little bit too high, which um which is gonna bring me to the lesson that I that I really want to expand on today because what I try to do on this show is is self help and um and to motivate us to to find ourselves. You know what I mean. A lot of us will get caught up in there's so many ideas. We're looking at so many people do stuff and 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 fi- find their purpose. And we're looking at so many, so much TV, so many videos. We're just looking and we see so many people being somebody that it's, it's difficult to find out who you are. You know what I mean? It's, it's more easier to, to imitate, you know what I mean? Somebody that you see doing uh, something or to to get caught up in how other people are living. We we want to buy some stuff that we that's being fed to us through our news feed. We want to look like somebody, the the new lady who has on the nice dress with the big purse or the the new music artist artist who has the the jewelry with the the $1200 or the $5000 shoes. And it's real difficult to find ourselves in in the midst of all this we going to work and, and you know what I mean the the site of success or the ideal success stories is, you know, is what we want to be. You know what I mean? We want to look successful. We want to be successful, but I try to motivate on this show is to find yourself and to be yourself. So what I'm going to try to expand on real quick before I bring on my, 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 my special guest is the idea of conception. Mm to to conceive something an idea may you know may pop in your head and 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 you may want to do it or you know what I mean you may want to step out on faith and I can I can do this or or I can do that so I, I kind of want to expand on that and just give a quick lesson on that uh guys because I know it's it's difficult to to step out there and be somebody that's you know, you you don't know, you know what I mean? Or be somebody who's not in your family, you know what I mean? Or do something that you've, you haven't seen nobody doing on a regular and to be that. And, and the idea will, will pop in our head, you know what I mean? And we may dwell on it for a day or, or a few days. Um, but the the thing about an idea, man, when a, when a woman... Um, is pregnant or she conceives, you know what I mean? She's with child. That's and that's the that's just the beginning. And so I don't know if y'all remember my first show, but when I when I um when I went out on the show when I when I came here and 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 JoJo went live for me on episode one, JoJo is like you've you've given birth. You know what I mean? You've given birth, brother. This is this is the the beginning. This is show one, and 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 we and I want to parallel your idea that you have that thought, man. I need to do this. You know what I mean, man. 
I'll be great at this. I want to show you or give you a little parallel as a woman. You know what I mean? When she, when she has uh, a child. Now, when a woman is with child, the child isn't her. You know what I mean? The child is in her womb. Nobody else can see the child. Nobody else, unless she tells somebody, nobody else may know. She can, she, some women hide it all the way up until, until birth. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, so when you have an idea, when you're with child, um, just like a woman, you have to prepare yourself to give birth to this idea. You have to, a, a woman has to start preparing her body. A woman has to eat right. A woman has to, you know, you know some women, they don't want you, you know, touching all on their belly while they're, while they're pregnant. They don't, you know what I mean? Because they're aware that it's, it's bad spirits out here. You know what I mean? So when you got an idea, you may not want to tell nobody at the beginning. You may want to keep it to yourself and, and, and just cultivate it and develop it. it. It may be too early to let folks know that you're with child, that you have an idea, you have a plan. You, you understand what I'm saying? So I just want to kind of uh, elaborate on how women, you know what I mean? Women deal with these things before a child even is born. You understand what I'm saying? Like, this is a very important, this is a very important time, period, for the development of the child. You know what I mean? If the if the woman is stressed out and going through a lot and doing a um um let's say she's you know maybe drinking too much, maybe doing drugs while while she's with child, this can be devastating to the child. This can be uh this can be a bad impact on the child. So when you have a plan, you may have to stay away from a few things that you used to do. You may have to stay away from a few people that you used to be around. You know what I mean? Because they don't understand you. You you got a, you got something in you right now. This is a different space that you're in. Um, before you bring this child to the world, it's something that you already have to be doing before this is ever brought forth. So you got to be ready to commit to the behind the scenes work. And, and to the work that nobody else knows about. You know what I mean? Nobody else probably can help you with this. This is something that you have to do and that you're going to put forth later. You know what I mean? So when you look at what am I going to do? What can I do? You know what I mean? I want you to think about all this work that, that, that you have to put in behind the scenes before it actually uh, comes to, to fruition. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, a, a mother may have be with child. She may get stressed out. A lot of stuff may get on her. She may want to have her a glass of wine just to calm her nerves. She, she may want to, you know, she may step out and smoke a cigarette just to, just to calm her, her nerves. But this one incident doesn't kill the child. I hope it doesn't. This one incident of being off track, you know what I mean, of this this bad, these circumstances that, that normally could be bad, but this one incident doesn't kill it. So it's going to be a little bumpy road. You know what I mean? It's going to be some times where you don't think you can do it. You, you're stressed out. 
but you have to understand that this one day doesn't define the entire moment. This this one little incident where you slipped up, you didn't do what, what you were supposed to do on this day, it doesn't define the outcome. It's just a mishap, a misstep that you just have to step back on, rethink your situation and, and continue to go further. Um, another thing that I want to I want to kind of kick off is that you know that once you do get it started, any mother knows once the child is you don't went through nine months of just preparing yourself, you may some people may help you. You may get some stuff at the baby shower. Some people may help you with your idea. Oh, that's what you want to do. I can help you in this in this matter. I can help you do this. Yeah, come by here. I, I can do this for you. But once the baby comes, once you produce, once I produce the first episode of this show, that's when the work really starts. A mother knows this. Once the child here, now I gotta be, now I gotta change some diapers. Now I'm gonna be up late dealing with this child. So, so now I have to prepare this child and be with this child for the next 18 years, 18 years minimum. Some children, when you have them, you know right off, seven-year-old, you know this is phenomenon. This child is going to be great. Every, you may have you a LeBron James, where early in the, early in, in, the, in, the, in the work, early in the development of this child or your idea, you know this is going to be great. Sometimes it don't work like that. Sometimes any, any mother would know a child lingers on, don't know what they're going to do, 18 years old. 20 years old, 25 years old. But this is the work that you have to commit to. <clears throat> this is the this is the commitment that you have as a as a parent, as a mother. So when you're looking to do something, you really have to be willing to put that work in. You really have to be a committed parent. Otherwise, one would say if you're not ready to put that work in, if you're not ready to put in 10, 20 years with single mothers get, you know, some single mothers may have no help. Some single mothers may have no help. If you're not ready to commit yourself and be that, that do that work alone in the dark by yourself, then you may not need to be a parent. This may not be your thing if you're not willing to put that work in behind the scenes. If you're not willing to commit to it, even when it's not working, even when the, the baby is not um, is getting in trouble in school. Now you got to take off work and, and do some extra stuff just to, you know, just to commit to your child, just to to show the love that you have for this. So when you have that idea, what I want you to think about, guys, is. Are you really willing to commit to it? Is it something that you're going to do anyway? Is it something that you're willing to do for years to come before that benefit, before the child actually comes back and be like, mama, I appreciate everything that you did for me. Here's the house. I'm, I'm able to help you with this house now. I'm going to pay off your, 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 your mortgage and, and here's the new car. Before the idea comes into full circle, are you willing to, to stomp down and really put your work in? Or this is just something you've seen somebody do and when it ain't working out, you just going to kick it to the side because maybe you're not ready for this job. 
Maybe this idea was just something you've seen and you're not really ready for. Maybe you're not ready to commit to this child. You need to put this baby up for adoption. You're unfit to, to conceive what you think you should be doing. It's some real work in parenthood. So that's what I wanted to kind of in episode eight, I wanted to kind of, you know, kind of bring that lesson um, to the forefront so 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 we can think about that. So I can think about it. So my listeners, so you guys can think about it when you're trying to figure out what it is exactly that you want to do. Because this is it's a difficult task over, you know, what I mean, we bobbing and weaving out here in the world, guys. You got to really want to do some shit. It got to really be in you to to commit to something when it's not paying your bills. To commit to something when it's, it's 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 taking more out of you than it's giving to you. Are you are you are you ready to stand side by side with that child and and commit to it during during the downtime? You know what I mean. So that's why I want you guys to think of, to think about, um, which I I believe why. My 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 guest here is 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 a, is a special guest, you know what I mean? Because she's an esta- uh, uh, established author, she has a published book, and she's established a uh, businesswoman. And so, you know what I mean? With these attributes, sir, I really think she can help us bring to fruition what we're trying to do, you know what I mean? Or what we can do, what we don't even know we're supposed to be doing, you know what I mean? So. Uh, Jojo, did you have some questions for me, or any, or 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 any feedback before, before we get to this next segment? Nah, bro, I, I didn't really have no feedback. Uh, you just dropping jewels, you know what I mean? Uh, be patient with yourself, be consistent. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, that, that's really what it what it boils down to. Don't seek outside validation, man. You know what yeah, I mean? man. You don't want to get pregnant with it. Exactly, you bro. Get pregnant with it. Exactly, man. It's, it's, yeah, you got to put that work in for that baby. You know what I mean? You got to get, you got to stay up them late nights. You, you have to. You know what I mean? Don't be, don't be mad when ain't nobody else believing in it. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and 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 somebody say they gonna come through and and bring that baby. You know what I mean? I asked you to get that for me, and you said you was gonna get it. You know what I mean? Like you can't. You know what I mean? They don't believe in it like you do. You know what I mean? You continue to strive and don't let nothing stop you from doing what it is that you want to do. You know what I mean? Once you find what, what that is, you know what I mean? So spend some time with yourself and, and find that thing that you want to do and commit to it. You know? uh, we got a comment in my inbox. Okay. She didn't want to cuss you out on the messenger. She don't even want me to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you. Uh-huh. She's talking about tell Feezy, <laughs> fuck him in them two shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. Mm, mm. But I tell you, I tell you what, if you go online to, to goodcakeent.com, we got plenty of shirts. But I'm sorry, I got I I keep some merch. You know what I'm saying? I keep some nice merch, guys. Uh if you ever want to shop with me, I don't know why. But I promise you, season two, we're gonna we're gonna fill this month. We're gonna fill it up. We we're gonna we just for you because it, it do look a little po. Like <laughs> it do look a little pole, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. I, I I was late today, ripping and running through these uh Dallas freeways, guys. I got my uh had my get my guest late, but she it, was a good sport about. She it. was man, 
with I ain't gonna procrastinate and wait uh no more. I introduce my first guest and I appreciate her so much for showing up and being my first special guest, Miss Jessica Deanna. If you could just bless us with your presence and let's 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 talk about it. Speak your feelings with birth for you. This is our this is my first show with a guest. I'm a little nervous. This is our first guest, yeah, y'all. Come on, we got first guest. First guest. So well, thank you for having me. Thank you. Can you um for anybody who don't know you? who want to know uh, Jessica Deanna, can you introduce yourself, who you are? My name is Jessica. I'm from the south side of Chicago. Um, I own multiple daycares. Um, just published my first urban fiction book, Kind, Poverty Kills Too. Um, my whole purpose um, in life is to reach back to pull other people forward. Oh. The reason my, my daycare is not a traditional daycare. I like to serve as high risk communities, which offer social support to the parents because today the daycares are the modern day grandparents and the modern modern day fathers that's not in the home. So now how did you get into get into that? Was that have you always babysit or no, I've had a lot of kids. I'm oh. the oldest of eight. Okay. So um just kind of, I don't know, second nature to me. Hmm. And um, every, I think something you said, a lot of people sometimes, because in this world, um, it takes people away from being authentic. And God created everybody different and he doesn't make any mistakes. And I think often, especially with social media, people try to mimic other people and they not even focus on their own talent. Hmm. God blessed everybody with a talent. Some people's talents are cleaning. My talent was watching kids. And so once I figured out what my purpose was, it's going to open rooms and it's going to open doors for you. But you have to get to know yourself and you really have to learn yourself and love yourself and not try to mimic what you see on social media and be authentic. And so um, I know what my purpose is. My purpose is working with children my purpose is serving high-risk communities and giving quality care now did that purpose did you did you figure that out at an early age no i had to go through some things, through some things. yes okay. i had to so before i opened up my first daycare i was working for um, a social service agency which was habilitated system working with drug addicts and um i had my first daughter genesis and i just didn't want to do it and I don't like to be told what to do, Amen. you know, but once again, I love kids. That's the talent. That's the gift God blessed me with. So I, I really, I like, and I like helping people, but I really enjoy working with kids. So I started my um, business off my unemployment check, mm. um, got this apartment, which was crappy. All I had was a playpen. And it mm. wasn't for the daycare. It was for so, me and my daughter to sleep in. Mm. That's all we had. So you... Your first daycare was in your apartment. In, in an apartment. And the first piece of furniture I had was a playpen. And mm. that was one for the daycare for me and my daughter to sleep in. <laughs> but I had hope. And I think in today's world, especially with COVID, people don't have hope. And if you have hope, you can dream. So it all starts with, with hope. 
And it, and like I said, a lot of people, are, like you were saying, people are not going to support it. Right. But I just knew that God had a plan for me, you know, and I knew that he didn't have me walk away. So it took trust and faith. I didn't even have a car off of transportation to, to parents. And I, my transportation was my legs, my daughter in the stroller. And mm. I was picking people kids up from school. Amen. So that's how, you know, I started. But a lot of people look at the, oh, you got this, you got, they don't even know the story. I Not slept in a real. park before, you know, mm. I've been homeless, so, but God put me through those things so I can have empathy for people, Amen. you know, and I can be re- relatable nah. and I just hope, you know, and I want to stay humble. And and speaking on, on relatable, that's one thing because I did uh, get to read a few chapters okay. of your book. And that's one thing I can say is that it feels like I'm there. You know what I mean? Not only is, is it relatable, um, I can like envision each scene. And you know what I mean? I feel like I'm there with- Even though you're from Khan, Dallas and I'm, I'm from, from Chicago. Dallas, yeah, it feels like I'm I'm there with Khan. How, how did- how did this kind kind is the is the main character in her in her book um to my audience? How did this idea for kind come, um, come and pop into Jessica's head? So I wanted to I want to educate people on how poverty kills because we have normalized the dysfunction of us being poor. You know, instead of teaching land literacy, it's section eight. That's our land literacy. Mm. Instead of teaching financial literacy, it's welfare. So I wanted to put it in a book um, and I wanted to tell a story about how, and this is anybody living in poverty. Mm-hmm. It's relatable to anybody growing up in low income houses, growing in a, growing up in an urban city and it's poor and you're poor. Right. So um, I just developed this character kind and Elijah and Mr. Darnell, the step daddy, right. because what you do see sometimes in low income houses housing is that either the man is going to be comfortable with being domesticated or he's going to be comfortable with being either a verbal or a physical abuser because um, that's the way the system has it designed for uh, the man to have his shoes or have his clothes Mm -hmm. when they come and inspect the apartment to make sure it's clean. So I've witnessed, I've seen, I've seen a lot of this go on. And so I wanted to put it into a story so people can read it and so because it's a three-part series. So I have two oh, more parts. Okay, so you ready to show hey. people that you can climb out of poverty because you shouldn't feel comfortable with your children inheriting poverty. Oh, you know, thanks. no, it's, it's it's it bothers me and makes me angry that we have just gotten so comfortable with the handout, which is bare minimum. They got a max on what they're gonna give us. Now, when you came to when you had the idea that okay, I, I think I want to write me a book. Mm-hmm. Have you always wrote like growing I've up? I've always, always been a writer. Yeah, I, I this mind is I have a good imagination. So when you when you start writing this book, did, was it a difficult task getting it to be published and now mm. they delivering it to people front door on Amazon or people can pick it up on Kindle? Was it a, a difficult task or once you put your mind to it, was this simple? Once I cut the toxic people out of my life mm-hmm. and you got to be careful who you pour your energy into okay. and pour it into yourself because you're not going to let yourself down. Mm. So once I, because I'm a giver, I like to help everybody. You don't got nowhere to live. You come live with me. That's just the type of person I am. Yeah. So 
Um, and I'm working on having a spirit of discernment because you can't help everybody. And so once I got rid of all the negative and the I finished that writing that book within 45 days. Mm. And that, between you finished writing it and now getting it to Amazon, was it was it a difficult task? No, it was Simple. not. Nope. It was easy. Um, it is hard. Um, self-publishing because okay. you have to promote everything yourself. Okay. You have to pay for everything yourself. You okay. have to pay for your own editors. You have to pay for a lot of stuff out of pocket, but I believe in me. Mm. So it's worth it. And the reason I'm asking these questions, because me, I believe that we all have some type of story. Yeah. And, and, of, and I believe that, you know what I mean? A multiple streams of income is, is very necessary. So with this book, this is a book that could, you know what I mean? That's going to be available forever. You know what I mean? And then mm. one day it's going to be, she should go platinum off. Yeah, you know what I mean. For my and, children. Yeah, and then one day it'll be a stream of income for your children. You know what I mean. Not and only is it a stream of income for you right now, and so with everybody being having some type of story, or like you say, or an imagination. If you don't have a story, putting you know what I mean, imagining a story, or being around, or telling some other people's story. If you don't think you have one, being a voice for other people. So I want to just ask you that question for the people who have a. A story in their mind or been through something in their life and feel like that you know what I mean they're defined by that incident that happened when they're when they when they were a child or uh some serious uh debt that they experienced or had to go through and you know a lot of folks don't feel like they have a voice mm. and they you know what I mean they want they they can't be heard so I want to ask you those questions about people who think it's a it's a struggle or they can't get a book out. You know what I mean? I wanted to kind of get some ask you those questions about um putting your story out. And you say you plan it for it's gonna be two two more books after this, like some, mm -hmm. it's a three parts because mm -hmm. mm. the way I ended um the book and it talks about a lot. It talks about down low, it talks about um AIDS, mm. um talks about domestic violence. It talks about down low. So have you had experience with down low? No, okay. I, I, okay. no I don't want to either. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. But it's real. And the it story's based in the 90s. Yeah. So that it wasn't as open as how it is now. So Okay, because I'm trying to see, you know, if we got one of those cases of the best man here or or you know what I mean? Somebody gonna be mad, you don't put their story off and Oh no, okay. this no, this is something I really, really got in tune with myself during COVID. And um I knew what my purpose, I know my purpose is to enlighten the people about how poverty kills and to educate people that you don't have to stay that way. Just yeah. because you come from the that don't mean that's the end of your life you don't have to just because somebody tell you that this is your inheritance i'm inherit you're going to inherit this poverty no mm. you don't have to so i have a quick question for you. yes sir what type of discipline right does it take because why you laugh when i say that but what type of discipline <laughs> does it take to execute you know to birth that not to just to have that idea mm. but just to get down do not what you real. need to do from a to z mm. to, to see it all the way through um, limit 
phone conversations, turn off my cell phone, get off social media, because they, these people that these, a lot of people are who are trying, they made it. You know what I'm saying? Right. They made it. Their kids are straight. So I just said that I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. And I get in the room and I tell my kids, don't bother me. Mm-hmm. And I had disciplined myself to write five pages a day mm-hmm. for an hour. And if you can't do that, then you you need to clear your mind. You have right. to clear your mind mm-hmm. and also get in tune with God and have an intimate relationship with him. And just have him to go ahead and use you as the vessel that he you wants. You believe in God? Yeah, I believe okay, in God. You know, folks don't believe in God. Do you no, know? you know what I'm going to tell you this, though. Hmm. And I'll talk about the church in the book, too. Yeah. So my issue is um, I grew up in church, church every Sunday. And I and I do think why it's so much killing in Chicago. I do believe that you need that foundation to know that it is a higher being so you can have that conscious because it's just certain stuff I'm not going to do because right. I don't want to go to hell. Right. And so what I don't like, um, and I'm not going to say all churches, but about most churches, they see a young lady come in with four or five kids, different baby. They're so quick to judge mm-hmm. and everything, you know, and Christ was, he was a servant. Amen. And to be a Christian, you're supposed to serve and be selfless, even when it's uncomfortable and people are not serving. You know, the church, right. um, most of most churches, and I'm not saying all is, is do food pantries and they get paid to do that, you know, and then they selling food plates in the church and all, I don't mm-hmm. like all that. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? All, we're, they're there yeah, to for the help people. for the people. Yeah. And that's why the community and it's a pandemic in Chicago with the killing, because no if love. Man, we don't love, love man yeah. holding the door yeah. your finger's gonna get smashed in the door <laughs> if you think a brother gonna hold the door for you he's gonna go yeah. right in your face so we have to love each other we have to speak to each other and we have to teach it with the, even with i see it within i have an infant suite within with the two-year-olds you know they frowning up like what you looking at mm. you know getting that stare down already yeah. at two because uh, our reflection of each other we don't protect nah, each other nah, but it really. should be protection when yeah. a brother see my reflection he should automatically go into protection mode but it's not like that yeah, we are just the most unprotected unloved out of any other race when you say we you mean black men black, black women black women we are mm-hmm. the most unprotected unloved the most disrespected and we are hard working black women go through stuff just like black we write there in the, in the trenches with you in these low income houses we write there with you when we see somebody get murdered we write there with you they robbing women at gunpoint i agree so black women go through it too and we still you know have to be the backbone of the family with the kids because nine times out of ten i see it all the time with in the daycare i see parents get up every day hey you got to come pick this baby up Daddy don't come around no, tax time. No, I might see him. <laughs> don't do us like that. Hmm. <laughs> around tax no, time, agree, they I, daddy coming. Because I was real nerd. I got three boys, mm-hmm. and I never. Well, I didn't say I never, but I was real reluctant on wanting or having a daughter. You know what I mean? Just because of the, of just the lack of of respect of, of, of respect, and and I feel like I'll just turn. But here lately, I've been talking to my wife and talking to my aunties on the, on the call. Like I've been talking to them every day. I love my aunties, and uh, and I and I, I'm I'm ready for a daughter now. 
I, I can honestly just raise her. My dad yeah. raised me to be strong. Yeah. Very, I'm very, very strong and I'm independent. And sometimes I think black women, we strong. We, and, and that's one of the reasons I never I changed knew, my own tires. Uh, <laughs> you know what I, I'm saying? I never knew how well I knew, you know what I mean? My, I got my mama and I, I love my mama, but it never just dawned on me. But these conversations that I've been having with my, with my wife and my mm-hmm. uh her, her, her grandma be on the line mm-hmm. and um my aunts be on the line and I just I just love them so much and and they are strong they are soldiers like they like really we're in the trenches yeah. right there so like, so I, I I found a new respect I, I never disrespected women but I found a, a greater respect for women and just a love for them and I I I'm, I can honestly say I would love my a, a daughter at this point. You want me to tell you how important a black woman is? If you really want to tell mm-hmm. how bad the neighborhood is when you drive through, look at how the black women look. If the black woman look bad, then you know that's a bad neighborhood. If she they outside and they bonus and they, you know mm-hmm. it's a rough neighborhood. Because the black woman represents a lot. She's the wound carrier, you know? She mm-hmm. represents a lot. Black women set the tone, what she just said, yeah. and I agree 100 percent they set the tone in the world, in the universe, you know what I mean, everywhere. And uh, one time, somebody brought me down to me like this, that if you go to church and you feel like you're going to the club, look at the black women. Look at the black women. Representation. So they really set the tone. That's why, you know, the Muslims say, Mm. uh, bring down a woman, bring down a race, educate the woman, educate the race. So Mm -hmm. when you look at the health and and just the the mental... Mm -hmm. You know where where the women are, and that's gonna tell you everything yeah. about the nation. That's at the time because most children who they gonna gravitate towards. Yes, that's the, they are first. They teachers. rocking with mama, yeah. so sure. and you know that's why um um I, I've heard like um like mixed um children, you know what I mean, like with a um with a white mother and a and a and a black. You know what I mean, like with 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 a a, a, a white parent and a, and a black parent. You know what I mean. It's it's real important to you know what I mean to educate educate children properly. You know what I mean because the world the the, the way the world is dividing. You know what I mean, black and white people, and you know what I mean in in real life or poor and rich people or mm-hmm. any type of people. You know what I mean. Like I you know what I mean it's real important to educate children on who they are, and you know what I mean because. I think um, mixed mixed children or mixed people who grow up to be adults just have a different kind of, you know what I mean, battle when you know what I mean when when part of your your family is is black and the other and the other part is uh is, is Caucasian like that's a that's a real uh, delicate situation that you know what I mean kind of yeah. you have to really be educated about who you are and and, and where the, where the love is but um, a question that I wanted to ask you about. Um, uh, uh, you know, what I mean, running a daycare business and and developing uh, a center like you have um, there in Chicago. Do you have like any any tips for parents or any anything that you've noticed with young children mm-hmm. that um that you would like to you know bring forward to parents who? Because you know, what I mean, you um and your staff or with children when they're away from their parents, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So you get to know the real, the <laughs> real child, you know what I mean? You know, folks are totally different. 
Do you have any game that you can give us? One thing I will say before I we went on our break, we had I had a staff meeting with my staff. Mm -hmm. And even this summer, I worked with the kids and we I took them to Memphis, took them to the Civil Rights Museum, gave them some exposure and I gave them hope. Oh, girl. Uh, I did. We had a good time. We stayed for three days. And but I gave them hope. And I'm gonna get this daycare money like Miss Jessica. I gave mm -hmm. them hope and exposure. But I will say this: I had to, I had to have a deep, deep come to Jesus meeting with myself because times has changed. You mm -hmm. know, when I was coming up, you sit down and you shut up, and kids don't say anything. But these children right here, um, you have to respect them. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. see a lot of people they kill them for no reason. You have to respect them. And um, it ain't no shut up and go sit down because mm, these amen. kids are soldiers. Mm. They're just soldiers for the wrong cause. Mm. And so people who are considered the OGs or the elders, we have to go and talk to them and let them and be relatable and let them know that we care. And we can put it because we are at war. It's a war on us. It's a war on black people. But we're at war with each other. So I said I had this meeting with my staff. I said, you have to see if this is something that you want to do. And it takes some trainers to know how to service these kids because they different. Yeah. Like we was different from my parents. Yeah. Our parents gave their parents they 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 money to all they whole check. I yeah. wasn't giving nobody my check. I'm gonna get my own <laughs> place. I ain't finna live in a house with 10 people in because times has changed and there's nothing wrong with change. So I will say this, especially in a black community. And you have black people that, you know, do this to each other. Uh, we're no better than the Arabs that mm -hmm. open up in the black community and sell us bad meat. Mm -hmm. No better than the Asians uh, overcharge us and don't even respect us. But mm -hmm. I will say this. If you're putting your child in the daycare, you want to make sure that your child is getting quality care. You want to make sure that they're doing ages and stages questionnaires. Reason being, we need to educate ourselves on mental mental illness. Because we have these older people than us that's always popping off at the family gatherings. Oh, that's just how now they are nuts. Mm -hmm. You know, they never got diagnosed for the bipolar that they had. And that's yeah. why Uncle Johnny can't never keep a job. And you want to tiptoe around him because he has a mental illness that he self-medicate with alcohol or right. marijuana. So you do want to make sure wherever you put your kid at, and this is universal, that the daycare is doing ages and stages questionnaires. And it assess for everything. It also assess or autism, for some strange reason, is just so heavy with in the African-American boys these days. But if you catch it early, you can prevent a lot. And repeat that, ages and stages. It's, ages, it's a ASQs. ASQs. Ask the daycares, are y'all doing ASQs? Because let me tell you something, you can do it from birth until day three. After that, you have to wait until they get into a public school for them to get an IEP. So it's really important that the daycares are educated and they know to do those because after three years old, you're on your own. Daycares, they can't touch it. I appreciate that. I never heard of that. And that's just some 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 questions just to, to see yeah. where, where the child is mentally. Because we have, because in our community, we have, and I'm not going to say, oh, you have a lot of people that just open up for the money. Mm -hmm. And as a Christian, you know, if I get paid a service off my people, I'm going to make sure that I'm providing quality service, not just quality, you know, just quality service, but also offer social support to my parents. Because what a lot of people are not realizing, if the parent is not strong, the child would never be strong. 
So I try to tackle the issues and I ask parents, hey, what's your goals? You got your high school diploma? You got this? You got mm. that? You know about credit? You know about the FHA loan? Yeah. Because you've got to get that parent strong in order to have a strong child. Yeah, I was I was talking about that this morning uh, with my Amy's man, how people with bad credit are the, are the new niggas. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's like poor people and people with no credit. My Amy's was talking about how uh, down where they live, they're doing it where, you know, it's a monopoly, you know, on the lights where it's just one company that you get lights through. That's how common it is in Chicago. And, uh, and now this one company, they're trying to make it where it's on your credit. You have to have good credit to get lights or it's like a $800, $900 deposit. If you're a young person with no credit, you need a co-signer to get lights. You know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's based on credit. And I feel like if it's starting in a small town, you know what I mean? Everywhere that, you know, where it's a monopoly yet, they're going to soon to be coming. That's how ComEd is in Chicago. It's yeah. only one light company in the whole state. Yeah, and, that's, and then I feel like that's why, you know what I mean? This credit is is kind of, that number is, is important. You know what I mean? So From it's a financial literacy. Yeah, that financial literacy and that credit number, guys, get get to it. You know we're not I mean? teaching our children yeah, that. Yeah, so they're not teaching that in school. They be like, go on to that web, you can get your food stamps yeah. now. Go on and get that <laughs> food stamps, and you could qualify to go to school and get financial aid. Uh uh. You're going to fill out for this link card because nobody's not going to fill out for financial aid for you. And I'm, I, I'm just disgusted with it. I'm disgusted with the normalizing the dysfunction of, and I'm not saying it's nothing wrong with situational poverty because certain situations put you in a temporary situation. Right. Not knocking it. I'm talking about people who want to make a career and raise their children off that with the lead that's in the low income that causes speech delay. Mm -hmm. It causes behavior issues. They don't got nothing for us. Mm -hmm. You think you're getting over getting that? They got nothing for us. And and that's why I feel like I do this show. And and it sounds like, you know what I mean? You're you're doing your best inside your daycare. Because like we know, nobody's going to do it for us. So we, oh. we have to do our part in, in educating and, you know what I mean, enlighten others. On, it's a war. Yeah. You know what we I mean? so, are at war. And then we got it. We at war with each other first. Yeah. But I just wish that we could come together as people to sit down. Because I was talking to somebody today and they was just saying like how the Black Panther Party got because they didn't have an agenda or a mm-hmm. policy. Once they took all the leaders down, it broke it, it just broke everything up. And as African Americans, we are the only race that don't have our own language. Don't have we don't have you know, the Africans in Africa they got their language. The Jamaicans they we don't have anything. Mm-hmm. And so we really need to sit down and come up with our own agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, no, for real, I, I agree no, with I'm that serious. because it's it's like um like a foreigner. Like a Arabian guy, you know what I mean? He or a Japanese community, they language um, joins them together. So you know what I mean. So they know it's it's us first, and and you know what I mean. And and, and that's everywhere. And you even have people that come over from Jamaica. Everybody looks down on African Americans, and I just wish that we could learn how to even the sisters learn how to love each other, not roll our eyes at each other. Let's build a community. If every man will man his house, that's a stronger block. Every block, 
Man, yeah. that block, mm -hmm. that's a stronger neighborhood. Neighborhood, stronger community. We have to do better because we losing. And this, and I'm not knocking gays, but with the whole gay agenda, that's so we uh -oh. want to procreate. Yeah. Uh oh, what you say, black woman? We got a black woman talking. Come on, go and talk with black woman. No, I'm <laughs> just saying. So, because the whole Black Lives Matter now it's a whole LGBT thing. Mm. You see, they just keep taking and taking. They're using us for votes. They put the, they just use us. They just say, hey, we're going to put this black lady in front of you and let me go ahead and get your votes. And then, bam. They ain't get they they not gonna help us. We have to help each other. Nobody's gonna give us anything. And I'm gonna tell you how powerful social media is. That's why they took Farrakhan off mm. of Facebook and Instagram. Because well, he was telling it. us to do the shit ourselves. They don't got shit for us. Mm. Them food stamps ain't shit. That's just to keep you, to enable you to think that I didn't hear somebody tell me, well, if I'm gonna pay you $16 an hour, right? But your SSI check is $700. I don't want to lose that. Mm. You're going to make that twice in mm. one month. But it's the way of thinking. They've been conditioned. Mm. They don't want to lose that guarantee. They lean on that crutch and mm. never stand up. And they pass that shit down to their kids. Mm. You know, I hate when I hear the kids. Yeah. My mama don't got no money. Yeah. Uh, we got link cards and all that type of stuff. You know, why have we gotten so comfortable when I was coming up? I was scared to show them brown food stamps. Yeah. I would wait till everybody leave the store yeah. before I would bring out that book. Yeah. But we've normal. I even see the men yeah, trying to sell their link cards to me. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. shouldn't even get one. Yeah, it's, a, it's a loss of pride. We, 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 we've we lost our dignity. Man, it's disgusting. We yeah, and that's why I try to promote, you know, self-help. Cause first, you kind of gotta sit back and be in the dark and get yourself together. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And be the best you and be a stand-up person, a stand-up guy, a stand-up woman. And you know what I mean? Know that your work, and then like you say, once the individual individual is together, now my household is together. Now mm -hmm. once my household is together, now back. my street is together, now my community, my city. And, but yeah, you're absolutely right. You got to reach back to pull other pe people forward. But the scary thing is, is when you make it, they gonna, we going to kill them. Yeah. So yeah. you got to be careful with, I'm very, very, very careful with how I move. Um, I remember one time I got robbed at gunpoint while I'm walking my daycare kids. Uh, yes. And I was pregnant with my middle, stuck the gun up to my stomach. Mm. That's, so that's, that's why you shell shock. Well, I've been to Iraq when, when the war first started. My okay. too, so that's why you was on time. Like, <laughs> but what I what I will say is, if we're gonna try to come together and change some things, the first thing we got to do is eliminate the coons, the whitewash people who don't believe that the ghetto ain't nothing but a pipeline of prison for us. We have to get people in place that that's ready to fight for a cause. And that's these little boys out here that's killing for no cause. See, I want some real GDs and BDs on yeah, my team. Yeah. You want some real soldiers, Amen. but you just got to give them a call, right. something to fight for instead yeah. of this, this stuff. Yeah. Oh, you're going to kill for this, but I got some real stuff. You can go ahead. You want to die? So that's what, you know, we some, need some structure, some real structure. They need gang structure. Yeah. They need it. Yeah. But we yeah. are at war. Yeah. It's a war on us. It's a war. That's why they pushing that gay agenda on us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it seemed like we are just bad at all the wrong stuff. The best booty twerkers. 
You know what I'm saying? We're gonna be yeah, we're gonna be good at some bad stuff. Yeah. You uh, know? Yeah. But I never, I will never turn my back on my community. I'm wherever I go. I'm going to always open up a daycare in the high risk community because somebody you, will listen. Somebody going to listen. Yeah. And I, you know, I call my, I'm, I call myself, myself feasers because I'm, I'm willing to be that, 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 you know what I mean? That example, that, that sacrifice. That's why I try my best to align myself with, with guys like Jojo and, yeah, and people I love who, that. who doing fatherhood, fatherhood over every hood. Man. And you know what I mean? Had the same values as me. Cause like you say, we it's on us. And that started in with the men, in my opinion. You know what I mean? And that's why we did the march to, mm-hmm. to bring the men together. Because the analogy I use is the white man hold on, hold on. You on the mic, Jojo? Yeah, you okay. heard. The white man on burnt set the house on fire. Mm-hmm. We in bed. The man getting up, looking at the woman. <laughs> Amen. Hey, baby, baby, what's that up? Baby, yeah. you let him do it. Yeah. Da, 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 you know, white mm-hmm. man kicking our ass. And instead yeah. of us getting on the front line, we want to beat the woman. We're getting on the woman, but not understanding that we are that first line of defense. So yeah. once you move Amen. us out of the way, anything that happens after that is because of our fault. They come up under our leadership. So that's why we're doing the fatherhood over hood yeah. march and just certain things. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I don't That's know, that Willie Lynch. Yeah, I don't know any better. You know no. what I mean? You need to be to unlearn all the bullshit that Jesus. we done learned and relearn some real Man, we done got so far some, off the damn book in the in the uh <laughs> is that bro, part of the book? We know what I the book is deep though. Yeah. The, did we get to the book? Yes, yeah, but the book the book yeah, they is ain't here talking black to me, y'all. Speak your feelings with Barfeezy. We we got a nice show. I appreciate this conversation. Uh, from this business on a lady. Lord mm-hmm. have mercy. I'm glad I brought you on here. I know you was this deep. Yeah. Well, she uh, went down through there. Yeah. I told you I was the best zodiac. So. <laughs> <laughs> Aries. Don't start. Okay. It's an Aries. <laughs> okay, but yeah, now since we own it, uh how black men, we need to do our part, you know what I mean, to 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 revive our people. As a black woman, this is this is a this is a question for you. I'm not talking about my sister. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. What what do you feel, black men? You 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 their voice. I know we got some women out there. What do you feel, black men should do or can do, or what do you hope we do um, to make you feel more secure in your womanhood? Protection. Protection. I feel that. Um, protection i i just feel like if i'm out in a store and you got the man at the door keep then he see me with my kids begging me for a brother should step in and say hey don't you see this sister just protection Amen. man going to protect protect us we I need agree. protection and the, and the reason i, I want to ask you that and, and take and i received it and, and you're absolutely right because a lot of time as men or I don't know, I'm speaking as a man right now. I don't know how women feel. But a lot of times as men, we, you know what I mean? We, um, when someone asks of us to do more or to do anything, sometimes we feel like they're talking down on us and and we, you know what I mean? Or, they, or, or they're talking down on what we have done. And sometimes it's hard to receive you know what I mean? It's hard to receive that that call to duty. 
because we feel like we've what we've done should be enough. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. But sometimes, you know what I mean? Well, I'm, I am doing this or look, we are doing this. And sometimes, and the reason I'm saying this is because uh, a lot of times, well, in the past with my, with my wife, when we was just in a, in a relation or, you know, we was just not on the best terms how, how our relationship is now. When she, you know what I mean? When she tell, well, first of all, she may not say it in, in a man in a manner where you know what I mean. That's it may not be delivered to me in in a manner where you know what I mean. Uh, you know you. Uh, she ain't gonna go in a room, sit in the closet, and think of a way to uh, exactly. She exactly. gonna give it to you rough, rough exactly. Rough rough. It may because be. you gotta look at that's how. Well, I think a lot of black men don't realize the same stuff that you see and go through. The woman is going through it too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we can be gentle, but it is is that we going through it. We man, these streets and these neighborhoods made us rough. And 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 the reason I'm saying is because she may not know how to to speak. Nobody ever talked to her like that. You know what I mean? So she don't. She's not familiar with this. Oh man, can you sit down? Let me have a conversation with you. You know, we know that Dr. Phil, yeah, he's Mike Tyson. Yeah, she's not familiar with this type of interaction. But at the same time, when she comes in and said, Now, goddamn, you're going to lay her all day. You need to get your ass up. Now, she said it wrong. But do you need to get your ass on up, sir? <laughs> you know what I mean? So we have to accept where we are, what we're doing, and, and what's really going on. No, you know what I mean? Nobody's finna pamper you and baby your grown ass. That's what you, they want. Yeah, you have to get your ass on up. That baby needs you here. He needs your uh, broke, unprepared ass. He needs your time. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and the reason I am I can say this, because I done been there before, fellas. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not now. I didn't stay there too long. I, you know what I mean? I'm going to get on up and I'm going to find me something to do. But what I'm saying is, is gentlemen, when somebody is telling us something, listen, it don't matter how, how they saying it. Did you hear it? Now you got to open your ears. You got to open your mind and, and really understand who you are and what the hell you doing. If you ain't did shit, you ain't did shit. But it tells you that I don't mean to cut y'all behind. Every strong man is a strong woman. Amen. And just like with the Michelle, Michelle Obama, it was in a coffee. I don't know if you heard the story. It was in a coffee diner. And the guy that liked Michelle Obama, um, Barack said, see, you would have been with a, a coffee diner, man. She said, no, he would have been the president. Mm. You know, because we do need each other. Yeah, And you don't have no big U's, little U's. We need each other. God took us from the side of a man, not for you to walk over us, for us to be beside you. Mm. And I think a lot of times um, when when women do come, for, we tired. We cooking, we cleaning Amen. the kids. Amen. Um, we wear so many hats and we just do it so second nature that it just goes unnoticed. To the man, I agree. Until you leave them I at agree. home, and they can't, they be like, "I can't do this." How, <laughs> how do you do this? You come home from work, nah, cook, for clean, and we do for all real. that, for and real. it just, it just goes unnoticed. But that's just, just man, a black woman, nah, for real. You know, we gonna make it happen. And so, and and with that being said, all you mothers and and women and and um our our counterparts out there, we appreciate and we love you guys so much from birth easy. You know what I mean? I I, I love 
If don't nobody else love, if he get him on out of there, sis, I love you, and I and I respect you, and I appreciate you. You said get him on out. Of get there. him, get his side <laughs> ass on that. Get his lazy side ass on on out your off your. But couch. sisters do have to learn how to be alone. Yeah, we all now we all do. Amen. Well, most of the time, the yeah. woman is left with the children, and then mm. they go get these. Mm. And then they're pouring into the men and not into the children. And so we have to learn how to set the standards for ourselves high and know your worth and be careful with who you soul tie to and who you let into your home. We have to learn how to know our, you. like I did that last year. I really, 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 really know, like I am not dealing with this. And so my, I remember like, you're going to be, I'm, and I'm okay if I'm by myself for a long time. It's just that I know my worth Amen. and um, I want my children, what I want my children to see. So I think that women really, really, really need to learn how to be alone. And if you are a single parent, man, take all that energy and support into yourself. Pour it because the kids need it. Half of them fell in school anyway. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So when you get into these soul ties and these bad relationships, you're taking from the kids. I agree. And 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 actually you um you're doing the children a disservice. And and, and you know what I mean? And, and you're actually you're unfit at that point. You know what I mean? If you continue that and not realize that. So the same way with like I was saying earlier in the show, you you need to get that baby to somebody who's gonna really pour into it. You know what I mean? That's not that's yeah. not your duty right now. You know what I mean? You off task. So, amen. I, I, Got a lot of LeBron James. Yeah. We have a lot of Serena Williams, but you see sometimes, I see it all the time. You see the woman so dedicated to this Mr. Potato Head that she got to keep putting together <laughs> a grown man, but you got this mm. innocent baby over here that needs to be poured into, but you steady mm. putting the ear on, it's falling yeah. off, and you're not putting it into the children. I agree. Jojo, um, what where um, can can people uh, find your book? What's the name of the, of the book again? Kind, the Poverty Kills 2. And then you can also follow me on Instagram at jessica.deanna. Right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you once you get the book, please leave a review, inbox me. How can I get the book? I got an inbox. Amazon. No, Amazon, Target, Goodreads. Go on, girl. Um, where else? Just if you Google it, if you Google Jessica Deanna or if you Google Kind Poverty Kills 2, it'll come up. Okay. Okay. Definitely come up. So, uh, Jojo, give, give give me how how we gonna close the show? What word or or, or Miss Jessica Deanna? What word are we gonna close the show? I didn't call. I didn't come up with no closing remarks. How we gonna um, close it? Don't say, what, what you, you didn't come up with closing remarks? You didn't come up with feeling another week. You didn't come up with nothing. But hey, guess what? But guess we what? had a hell of a guest. We, we did, we and got, I appreciate her you. so much. We got a new like setup. Me. Look, I'm over here messing with the camera now. We got a new <laughs> setup. You know, we try something out. Uh, it is the season finale. Yes, yes man, yeah. I appreciate y'all so much. Yes. Like, I feel, I feel accomplished. Like I really did some of these lessons, y'all. I listen to these in my car, and these actually are some fulfilling lessons that really, you know, what I mean, this is available. If you miss this live episode, it's available. Look up Burfeezy on Spotify, 
on Apple Podcasts, Speak Your Feelings, type in Speak Your Feelings with Murphy, and you'll be able to get this episode and probably give me two days to upload it. Give me a day. Maybe two, because I'm okay, slow. Okay, because I'm be like, y'all need to be. Okay. <laughs> man, I got slow. grinding, man. That I'm has slow. nothing to do with me. He went and did that on I'm his slow. own. And he you know uploads I mean? it, man. He's putting everything into it. Yeah, so, or or if you want to see the video, you want to see us. I did put water on my hair, so my way should be hitting a little harder. You know Look us saying? up on YouTube and, and check out the video. Subscribe to Birth Easy. And um, go get Jessica's book. I love this lady. This lady's a great lady. As a um, Chicago is blessed to have you in your facility. Um, I, I pray you bring it to to one of our uh, areas here in our city. Definitely, definitely will be coming soon. I Amen. just don't know where area I'm gonna go in, but definitely will be coming soon. Amen, man. So, um, I, I really think this was an informative episode, guys. Um, I want to say, man. Don't be scared to step on out there, guys. And and you know what I mean? This started as an idea that I had in my head. Um, just me by myself in my garage. You know what I mean? Wow. And uh I, I kept thinking about it, kept de- developing it, kept cultivating it. I hooked up with JoJo. And now we finishing season one, guys. Okay. We're finishing season one. And I think, you know what, guys? Did you have anything to say? Um, just want to say, you know, going into a new year, just God does not make any mistakes. Um, just be authentic. Mm, be, yourself. be yourself. Be authentic. Be yourself. And I'm going to end with a prayer. I'm going to end with a prayer today, guys. Uh, I prayed this morning, but I'm not a praying guy. I, I feel like I'm so blessed and I'm so fortunate. I don't want to ask any, I don't want to ask this almighty God who blessed me with these looks and I'm just so <laughs> for he didn't bless me so you know much. What, what am I asking for? But with I prayed this morning. I prayed this morning. I felt good. I prayed with my family and it felt so good. Amen. And I'm going to end with this. I, I found out why Muslims pray seven times a day. It's just like a man bathing seven times a day. How many times, how often would you find someone who bathes seven times a day how often will you find them dirty? So, or, you know what I mean? So if you're praying, <laughs> if you're praying, you're mentally preparing yourself for these, for this life. The world is so much going on us. So I prayed this morning. I'm going to pray tonight for y'all. So if you on here, before we close out, uh, bow your head. I, I like to keep my eyes open because I just feel more comfortable, but you know, amen. So Lord, we just want to come to you in prayer, you know what I mean? In full submission to, to the almighty God's will. And pray that you continue to protect us, continue to be with us, continue to guide us, guide our, 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 our thoughts, guide our lips, and guide our actions uh, so that your work um, continue to be done in your world, almighty. We want to pray for um, our family members who are, who are at home, um, our loved ones, um, our friends, um, and even our enemies, you know what I mean? And pray that your uh, will be done through through us all. And, and pray that you continue to show us what we need to see so we can continue to learn what we need to learn and be who God wants us to be. Um, and so we pray to you, the almighty, the one and only, the, the most high, the 
we just want to thank you for being with us. Amen. Amen. All right, this is me, y'all. Um, my special guest, man. I want to give a thank you to Uncle Jojo and Love Deposit Studios, man. This brother is such an important part of the show. Um, I, I I wouldn't be able to do him. I told him he wasn't gonna be in here today, but I called him back like Jojo. I gotta have you in there, Jojo. Uh, <laughs> and I appreciate Love Deposit Studios so much, man, and just giving me this space. I feel so comfortable here. I feel like I can um, talk how I want to talk and just be earth easy, man. You and came in here a little nervous today. I ain't never seen you like that. I guess it was the guest. Yeah, it was a guest. Normally, 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 normally you hear yeah, an hour. Yes, I think that was, but well, we had a great show. You un, you loosened it up. You know what I'm saying? It was a good show. And, and uh, yeah, man, we here. And I thank you. Appreciate you. Please. I appreciate you, man. My flowers, man. Um, and... With that being said, guys, uh, this is Burfeezy, live from the Speak Your Feelings. I mean, live from uh, Love Deposit Studios, Speak Your Feelings with Burfeezy, episode eight, the season finale of season one. See y'all, season two. Yes, sir. 2022, we'll be right back. Okay. Golly. That was, this is the last episode. You did good. Thank you. Yeah, you're good. This is it, man.